Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Down on the Delta. So today's episode, I wanted to talk briefly about my backstory and where I come from and my first experiences with the paranormal and the unseen. So this could be a long episode, this could not, um, we'll just see where it goes. So, when I was in the first grade, my parents were going through a divorce and my mother relocated us to um, this house in the middle of nowhere, rural Virginia. Um, If you don't, I feel like I've talked about this a little bit on the Instagram page, but if you don't know where I come from, I come from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains in Southern Virginia, right there on the border of North Carolina. And so my parents, going through the separation, my mother relocated us to my grandmother's house um, in rural Virginia. And the house, what I later found out, had a bit of a dark backstory. So everything is fine and well when we first moved in. I mean, and to be truthful, I really don't have many memories from this house, but from what I do remember, I just, it just had a sadness to it. And the, (laughs) the unseen inhabitant was not too keen on us being there you know I feel like when you walk into any haunted house or any house that has a certain vibration you can really as you move through the house you start to pick up more you really get to the heavy spots for a lack of a better word and some of the heavier spots were the basement of course and I just was and I I never liked going down into the basement. Anything that I could do to avoid going down there to to help with laundry um, or even going back there to get things out of storage for my mom. But another one uh, was right above my childhood bedroom. And for the long time, my sister and I shared a bedroom and we had bunk beds. And right above our bunk beds... Uh, was a sealed off attic and I had the top bunk naturally because I'm the oldest my sister had the lower bunk and late at night you could hear well I could hear I don't know about um, I can't speak for my sister but I could hear heavy work boots pacing back and forth in the sealed up upstairs attic and it was always right above my my bed so that was my very first memory and then of course the longer we were there the more the activity kicked up Um, lots of arguments happening in the house Um, I know one night in particular I I think this was after we had gotten rid of the bunk beds but I couldn't sleep because I felt like someone was watching me, which was not an odd occurrence for me. This, what I'm getting, the story I'm getting ready to tell it was a buildup. Um, many, many nights I would wake up um, in the middle of the night, 
feeling like somebody was glaring at me. Sometimes it was at the the foot of my bed. Sometimes it was on the opposite side of the room where my sister's dresser was. And um, there was also a, a little, I, I guess, a half bathroom in our in our childhood bedroom. And what I found out later on was in that half bathroom was the uh, entryway to the attic that had been sealed off. But um, it would sometimes the feeling would come from over there, and then sometimes, if I was really lucky. <laughs> The, uh, the glaring would be right over top of me and uh, I would do what any kid would do in that situation I would pull the blanket over my head as tight as I could and just pray please go away, please go away, please go away please leave me alone and eventually I would fall back asleep but this particular night I just could not anymore for some reason I was terrified I um got up out of my bed, I had my blanket around me, and I raced from one side of the house to my mother's room, which was on the opposite side of the house, and I felt like something was chasing me, or stalking me, I should say. And I got to my mother's room, and something, I hesitated for some reason. I hesitated going in there and and getting into bed with her. Um, Sorry, if, if you guys can hear this, my AC just kicked on. So for some reason I hesitated getting into bed with her, so I went next to the next room, which is where you know our living room, uh, family room was, and I laid down on the couch and I drifted off to sleep. And I was at some point abruptly awoken uh, with sleep paralysis, but I could not breathe. Um, it felt like someone was putting all of their weight onto my back. Now I'm a stomach sleeper and it felt like somebody was sitting on my back or just trying to suffocate me. And the day, the day that we moved out had to have been the best day of my life. I was not sad about leaving. Um, That whole property had a vibration to it like I I remember it was a huge property let me just start there we had a chicken coop that no longer housed chickens but we kept it as storage there was um, at the very bottom in a far like <clears throat> left corner there was a huge bonfire area where we all got together for family events and had bonfires and parties But um, the most notable thing that I remember about that property outside of the unhappy inhabitant was that the woods. I never liked going near the edge of the woods surrounding our property because I felt like I was being watched. Like, it's hard to, and if it's hard to explain, it was a curiosity like something watching me and I was watching it back. So after we moved out, I think it was sometime later, years and years later, I finally asked my mother, I said, that house, 
I experienced this, that, and the other. Am I, was I making that up? Am I alone in this? And my mother said, no. We went, we got curious. Her and her uh, friend, my godmother, got curious and did some digging in the public records and the city files, and um, which you can do. You can get the, the records of everybody that has lived on the property in the house, you know, uh, previous owners, X, Y, Z. And one of the previous owners um, killed himself in our kitchen. And that's why, you know, in my bedroom, my, my sister and I, our bedroom, our childhood re- bedroom was in between. <laughs> to, okay, so to get to my mom's room that night, I had to leave my bedroom, go through our huge kitchen, go through our living room, go down a hallway, and then go to my mom's room. So, you know, I asked her about it and she said she did research in the public records and that came up and she said, no, you know, my brother would would wake up. My brother is five years younger than me. So at the time he was very small. He would wake up um, and just be crying and pointing at something that wasn't there and screaming and pointing at something that, that my mother couldn't see. And she could just do her best to console him. But she said there was one night she woke up and our family dog was standing. Now, mind you, our family dog, very, very sweet and gentle dog. We got her, we adopted her when she was five years old. She she was already very calm and, you know, in her adult dog stage. Very gentle very even keel good temperament she said she woke up in the middle of the night something woke her up and when she opened her eyes she was staring right at my dog's crotch my dog was standing over my mom hair standing up on her on her back and her ears were laid back and she was growling at something in the doorway and that behavior was just so odd for her but she was growling at something that wasn't there and if you I mean let's be real animals are in tune with spirits animals pick up on spirits spiritual energy all of that way before even ghosts even way before you and I will so the day we moved out it was the happiest day of my life (laughs) so that house was the first my first conscious experience of an unhappy spirit an unhappy ghost um we lived in that house i moved in and we moved in when i was in the first grade which i I think might have been 1997, 98, and we moved out the summer that I turned 13, I believe. So we moved into this other house in the city, or closer to the city, and this house was 
the former residents were a teacher and her husband. Well, her husband had passed away and she could no longer take care of a house that size. So she sold it and moved ironically next door or actually behind us. So our properties were adjacent. She moved behind us and uh, into a smaller house, but better suited for her. Um, but um, this is my second experience with <laughs> the unseen. So this house in particular, the former resident, I can't remember how he passed. I know he was elderly. So I lived in the downstairs area. We kind of converted the basement into like a little apartment for me. You know, I'm the oldest, 13 years old, going through a goth stage, a punk stage. I'm like, oh, I'm so cool. I live in the basement. This is my cave, my little dwelling, <laughs> if you will. Well, everybody else lived upstairs. And uh, it was fine and well for a while until I realized that now I could start, now I, now I started seeing them. It wasn't just feeling the vibration there, it was seeing them. And it was always a mix. Um, at the time I was going through the changes of life, I was also experiencing some of the aftermath of living, going between houses, going living in between two different parents' houses. So my mother and my stepfather had primary custody of us. But on the weekends, I would go and stay with my biological father and his second wife. And I don't know if you know this, divorce is messy. Divorce is hard on everyone involved. And I was coping, I was angry, I was a young woman, bl blossoming into a young woman. I did not know how to properly articulate my anger. And there were other factors involved, which I don't think I'll go into on a podcast. Um, I think I'll be a little bit more detailed and honest in my blog once that is up and running. Um, <clears throat> sorry, let me just grab some of my tea really quick. Podcasting talking <laughs> really dries your throat out. So my biological father was not happy with the fact that my mom divorced him and my mom filed for divorce. She got custody of all of us. But she, he was also not happy with the fact that he re, she remarried her best friend. And they are still married to this day. They have been dating, I can't, I don't even know the years, but he was not happy with the fact that she moved on. 
and his way of retaliating and getting even was to cause conflict amongst amongst the siblings and also to I mean there were just no rules when when we went to his house for the weekends there were no rules we could do whatever we wanted um you know like teenagers do I ran my mouth I griped and complained about the rules at my mom's house and instead of being a parent and you know adult an adult parent and saying um putting a boundary there he you know he commiserated with me and that also caused conflict so I was a very angry young woman when I was a teenager very angry and when you are in spaces of anger and sadness and grief you tend to attract what I call the shadow people so not only was I dealing with life's changes as a young woman being put in a weird situation with my between my parents and everything a weird home life situation but my mediumship gifts were also blossoming and i had nobody to talk to about it i listen rural southern virginia is it's the bible bell it's a god-fearing country and you don't talk about these things you don't so i had nobody to talk to i did not understand what was happening to me i was seeing the shadow people um i was also seeing the former resident uh former owner of the house which i later found out that a lot of his stuff was still downstairs in the basement and spirits and ghosts can 100% attach themselves to items especially if they were important items to them while they were uh living with us among us in the physical realm so his desk um that he did a lot of work at was still downstairs uh in in the spaces that I was sleeping in so so that I had no idea what was happening to me and I was an easy target for shadow people. I didn't know how to set up a boundary. I did not know how to shield. I did not know how to do a perform a spiritual bath. I did not know about fasting, detoxing. I did not know about sage, Florida water. I did not know about um any of this this world really. I mean, this was I mean it, it it was I didn't I didn't find out more about it until I entered um high school and I will talk about that in the next episode but I it was a little little lost girl little lost girl I was a target um for low vibrational malicious spirits entities and that really took a toll on my physical health my mental health um yeah and all of that so next episode we will go into that space 
Um, and I just want to say up front before we go into that space, um, <laughs> if you have, if that is a sore subject for you or a soft subject or something that's very sense, it's a sensitive topic to a lot of people. Um, so just a, a pre-warning, I guess, trigger warning. I don't know what you call it these days, but Thank you for listening this far. I will hopefully see you on the next one. (laughs) Until then, peace and blessings. I love you.